Welcome, Castleberry. It is now time to have a casual conversation for the beneficial good of our community. The show you are about to listen to is called What's Up, Castleberry? And now it is my absolute pleasure to introduce to you your hosts, Andy and Drew, along with producer Robin. What's up, podcast listeners? It's Andy and Drew here. Welcome back to the episode number 67 of the What's Up Castleberry podcast. Folks, we are so excited to be with you again this week. Andy and I are Castleberry residents and local pastors who desire to have casual conversations about all things Castleberry. And I mentioned that we are pastors because, Andy, you were at a place that oftentimes does not have the reputation for pastors visiting. Tell us about where you were this week. <laughs> yes, that's that's true. So Sunday, I spent the morning in church and I spent the afternoon at Castleberry's Patio Bar down there on 1792. Over the past few months, I've become friends with some of the bar staff there and the owner, Pat Lambeau. And I was there because Pat has a very, very generous heart towards the community. And he wants to help those less fortunate and make a difference in their life. So often at his bar, he's doing things that can help the less fortunate. And I know several organizations within the community that are getting dirty hands on helping the less fortunate. And so we were helping raise some money for Christian help. And I'm so grateful for Castleberry's Patio Bar for their generosity and their support of Christian help. And I'm so grateful for Christian Help, an organization in our community that helps thousands of people every year find employment and gives away over a million pounds worth of food to those in our community. So in some ways, even though it was a little bit loud for someone who likes a little bit of peace and quiet, I was thrilled to be at Castleberry's Patio Bar to celebrate with them as they were doing something really good and making some important connections within our community. Yeah, what's so cool about that story is that it really feeds in, I think, to what we're trying to to do with our little podcast. But we end each episode with an inspirational moment. And oftentimes we talk about things like everybody can make a difference and all people are called to do something. And uh, thank you to Pat and his team there. They obviously run a business. They are seeking to be profitable, but yet they chose to take from the much that had been given to them and give back to those local in the community, specifically helping the the organization Christian Help. So thank you, Pat. Thank you, Castleberry Patio Bar. Hey, Pat, if uh, you hear this podcast and uh, you want to provide co-host Drew a a beverage, (laughs) I'd love to come in and talk with you. (laughs) You know, Drew, what we should maybe think about doing, what do you think about this, Robin? We should have like a What's Up Castleberry meetup, and that would be a fun place to go. That would be. I like that. A live on location. We could, you know, you, me and Robin could go and we could invite all of our listeners and maybe we'd fill a table. So us and Drew's mom. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I, my mom will come into town. It'd be great. <laughs> That's funny. Well, Andy, your wife, Tracy, works uh, very diligently, very, very hard for that organization that received those donations, Christian Help. And it's your wife, Tracy, who is getting a shout out from me for our next segment because she provided me with the content for the dad joke of the week. Yes, Drew, let me tell you about this. Tracy 
loves this segment. I roll my eyes and she picks them up and rolls them right back. And so she kind of like is looking for all these dad jokes. And when she'll see something on social media, she'll clip it and she'll tell me it and say, you should say this on the show. And I'm like, I'm not going to say it on the show. Send it to Drew. He's the dad joke guy. So yeah, I know she reached out and sent you this masterful piece of humor. I so appreciate there. I'm, I'm known for something in this community. I'm, I got to get like a dad joke t-shirt or something to wear around. The dad gotta, joke guy. The dad joke guy. All right, here it is. The dad joke of the week. Courtesy right. of Tracy Searles. The doctor says that I'm going deaf. That news was very hard for me to hear. <laughs> Thank you, Robin. There it is. The doctor says I'm going deaf. That news was very hard for me to hear. The dad joke of the week. Robin, sometimes I think you're on this show, not just because of your your brilliant editing skills, but because you're the only one who laughs at Drew's jokes. Now. <laughs> These are great. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Andy, let's move on from our dad jokes to some. Please, please. Thank you. I am always glad when we're moving on from the dad jokes. We've got some serious, hard hitting news on this program. Listeners, pay attention. Coming up in just a couple of moments, we'll have community resource director Chris Boley back on the program. But before we get there, we've got some exciting potential construction, reconstruction, purchasing of a very significant piece of property in Castleberry. There's a plan coming together to purchase the the Castleberry house. That's right. The actual Castleberry house. Andy, can you share with the listeners what is the Castleberry house, where it's located and and what the plan is? (laughs) I can share some of that. My journalistic skills aren't the best, Drew, as you know, but I was at the commission meeting the other week and it was shared between the city and the commissioners that negotiations are underway for the city to purchase the Castleberry house. Uh, I should really know where that house is. But another reason we have a brilliant producer so she can look things like this up. So Robin, if I can come to you in just a minute and you can share us where that is. But when the Castleberry family were moving into Castleberry and developing our community, they built this beautiful, big old house right on, I think it's Lost Lake. And it really is a a historic home in the community, but they're looking to sell it, but they don't want to sell it to developers because there's so much history and beauty wrapped up in that property. And the city is keen to purchase it. So perhaps they can transform it into an event center or a wedding venue or something like that. And so the exciting news is that this house is under negotiation between the city and the owners to do something special in our city, which will really add another bow. What's the phrase about bows and strings? String in our bow. This will really put another string in our bow as a community. Robin, tell us where this house is. I'm sure you found it by now. Yes, my expert producer training has showed me that on Google, it is 700 South Lost Lake Lane, which is right off Winter Park Drive. Yes, it is also known as Brightwater. Too. Yes. And guess where I found this information on? I'm guessing Google. Well, yes, but Google led me to Historic Longwood's website to tell what? me about Castleberry. Yeah. What? Man, we, we have a presence everywhere, Andy. We're taking over. We're, we're big time news. Even <laughs> That's <in Longwood>. right. <laughs> that's right. Look at that. Longwood celebrating Castleberry's history. That's lovely. Well, that's exciting. I hope and, and pray that this comes together. We have a, a beautiful event center. Having driven by the mansion a couple times, it really is beautiful. And uh, it, there's a lot of potential there for sure. As, as we know, there's a lot of potential in our city as, as a whole. 
Today's podcast sponsor is Legal Shield, and they have a little ditty just for you. Affordable attorneys, it's not an illusion. If you've got legal issues, Legal Shield, we've got the solution. Identity theft, you've heard of that. It happens every day. People's lives being ruined. ID Shield to the rescue, we've got the solution. This is just life. What you going to do? Give Pat Weber a call at 386-405-3595. She can help you. Protecting you, your family, and your business too? Legal Shield and ID Shield, the best protection for you. Check out Pat Weber and Legal Shield. Thanks, Legal Shield. Listeners, we are so excited to have on our program, Chris Boley, our Castleberry Community Development Director, back for part two of our conversation about all the development that's coming to Castleberry and that's currently occurring. If you haven't listened to part one, please go back and listen to Andy and I's conversation with Chris. There's lots of great insight that you will want to hear. We'll now jump in with part two of our conversation. It's funny. My, my dad, uh, a land developer over in Hernando County, uh, has okay. been a part of different projects over the years there. And he likes to comment on the fact that folks are always saying, I want more goods. I want more services, but not in my backyard. Can you build it somewhere else? <laughs> so when we look to inevitably develop to bring things in both retail, businesses, restaurants, other parks, different things, and folks may be asking questions like, why do we have to develop here or there. Uh, I prefer the, the way things are. How do you respond both in kindness, but also kind of giving a vision for what we're trying to accomplish? Great question. Uh, so going backwards in time, you know, is probably the best answer is that 50 years ago, hundred years ago, people asking the same question to a much lesser degree because there was much lesser development. But every wave that came through of population coming to Florida, and there's no denying that Florida is always going to be a populated state based on its location, on its weather. That's what we address when somebody comes in and says, well, I don't mind the development, but can you just put it over here? Our response usually is we don't get to decide exactly where it goes. We don't tell the developer you have three choices and you can pick A, B or C. They have already told us they're going here and then we try to work with them in reaction to that. We always hear, you know, this is not the appropriate location, prefer to be somewhere else. But in truth, I too was once a developer. So I heard this from that side of the equation, like your dad. The truth is, you know, it's a development is going to occur Sometimes, and a lot of times, most times, development can right a lot of wrongs from drainage and creation of parks, reestablishment of wetlands. These are a lot of things that don't really get discussed too much, but it is the truth of a lot of things that happen. West wetland restoration, brownfield cleanup where a property's contaminated. All these are part of development that's sort of the, the backstory, whereas people just focus on the front story, which is, you know, development can't be good. We try to stay positive, like you say. You know, let's use it for the for the greater good. Yeah, I think there's something about human nature that likes to stay where we are sometimes, right? And it always feels that moving forward can be a risk. But more often than not, that risk is worth taking because of the benefits. And I probably have the, the tendency that I'm one of the people that Drew's dad is talking about. But maybe that's me just kind of getting old and 
old fashioned and things like that. But, but development is good for us and maximize potential and grabbing potential and fulfilling potential is, is really good for us as well. So as we've grown as a city, we've hit this 30,000 threshold. Uh, we've got more people coming in, but we don't have more land coming in. What potential is there in the city to develop even further, right? I mean, we've got 30,000 now. I mean, is it possible that we keep growing on this track? What potential is there in the city to, to keep moving forward, bearing in mind that it, it feels like we're pretty landlocked? They felt the same way, you know, in other parts of the country when they went through the same episode and even as close to home as Tampa, Miami. But, you know, you think of the bigger cities, Houston, Los Angeles, you know, Philadelphia, New York. And at some point they went from in the same footprint of land area, they went from small one story homes to mid-rise condos and apartments to high rise. And this all happens over a very long period of time, you know, Mm -hmm. 50, 100, 150, 200 years. But the pattern keeps evolving as there's more population moving into the same finite footprint. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's where we will ultimately go. But it isn't going to happen overnight. It's going to be a long, long, long process. And just to clarify, what you're saying is that Castleberry, you're not saying that Castleberry is going to become the next Chicago or New York. Just to clarify. <laughs> uh, not not in our lifetime. But, but I mean, a great example is uh, just coming up 1792 out of downtown Orlando. So as you get to Winter Park, for example, at the at northwest corner of Lee Road and US 1792, and you look left, all of a sudden you see buildings that you never thought you'd see there before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see shops, you see restaurants and dining and uh, just a variety of uses that didn't exist mm-hmm. there not too very long ago. I'd say inside of 10 years ago, that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And then you drive a little further north and you're in Maitland. And now you see buildings right on the corner, the northwest corner of Lake in US 1792. They're right up on the building. Mm-hmm. Or you go to Maitland City Center and they're right on the you know, mm-hmm. what they call back a curb. Mm-hmm. The sidewalk is right on the street, you know. And then there are people that live above it. And you didn't think 10 years ago that you would see that there. That used to be an ice cream shop and a yeah. and a haircut place and a you know a, a subway restaurant. But my, my wife actually used to get a haircut there, actually. That, me too. Salon. Did you really? That's I remember it, yeah. <laughs> and you get your bike repaired while you're getting your haircut right next door. <laughs> That's exactly right. Now, that was at the time when you looked like the picture you submitted to us, right? Yes, I, when I could get my hair cut. Right. Now you sound really old. Back in my day. <laughs> no, but but that's true. Tracy and I were driving down 1792 in Maitland the other day, and because the buildings are so close to the road, we said this feels different now. And it was, but it, it didn't seem bad. It was just different. And, and of course, Maitland is a thriving city because of it. And there's a lot more amenity for anything. So, yeah, it makes sense. That pattern is coming north. So that is a good precursor to what Castleberry over time will ultimately look like. That's helpful. That actually is a really good mental picture. So Chris, you were actually sharing with myself and some other citizens recently at a little roundtable discussion about all of the different pending permits that you have going on. Uh, Some of that uh, residential, like those condos or high-rise buildings, some of those multi-purpose, others strictly commercial. Uh, Is there a particular development project that's that's in the works that, that you're kind of really excited about? I like them all. I'll be biased and say I like them all just because they're here, you know, and then we get to work on them. 
big or small. But if I had to single one out that I think is going to be really a showpiece for Castleberry, uh, we're always, you know, seeking projects that look good and they work. And even if they get reused, that the buildings can get reused in a good, positive way. But one that I've seen over the years grow and, and expand is the Geneva School mm-hmm. from a, the little building down on State Road 436 by Winter Park. And now they've built the campus out on Seminola Boulevard. And now they're into phase three, uh, which is being designed right now. But it's a beautiful looking campus. So it's a beautiful building, but more so also, it's a really quality education, the little bit that I know of, of their curriculum. So I think that's a great project for Castleberry over the long term, over the years. I love that. I think it's a, I've been on a tour of that school a couple of times and always been very impressed again by the architecture, but also the experience that they create. I believe their next building is some kind of auditorium, right? Some kind of performing arts center. Right. Yeah. And then more classrooms behind that. And they finished off most of the athletic fields, but it just seems to fit really well. So as you're coming from your church, Pastor Drew, you know, and you drive west on Seminola and you go around the curve, it's a nice experience as you as you're driving west towards US 1792. That was the whole goal of that overlay district that was put in place years ago was to make that whole area look really, really nice. Absolutely. And it, it does. You guys have done a great job with the buildings uh, around that as well. You know, Drew and I have often spoken about how the city has been looking for and is starting to find its identity. And it's going to be very interesting to see how that school, because I think it can be a significant player in, in the city, uh, helps our community have more of an identity. You know, you look at Winter Springs and the Vitos, their schools really are a, a kind of rallying cry for the, the community, but we don't have a high school. And it'll be interesting to see whether a private school will, will give us an identity and kind of fill that void for not having a high school. So lots of things happening, lots of projects being baked and being birthed as we speak. Uh, we talked about, you know, five years from now, things are looking differently. What are some markers that people will be able to see that will, will kind of be reminders to them that, that we are moving forward and, and we are growing and heading in the right direction as a city? I think the thing they're going to enjoy the most is what they voted on last year was a parks bond referendum. But to see the parks actually come out of the ground, not only the rehab or rehabilitation of the four parks that are in a bundle of six parks, but the construction of two new parks. Mm. And so the use of those facilities, you know, Castleberry is blessed with a uh, utility network that's incredibly large that actually goes into Orange County and serves part of Orange County. So as an attractor for development, got the infrastructure, as you alluded to before, Andy, uh, people will come here because of the utilities, but also because of the parks. And that will be one of the big indicators is once they see those community projects, trail connections, connections to the county parks like Redbug Lake Park, connections to the county trail system to make this more pedestrian friendly. I think that's what's going to make folks really excited uh, to come to Castleberry and stay and work here and live here. Yeah, I understand, Chris, that they're going to start work on some of those parks really soon. Correct. They're under design right now. And and the construction of Secret Lake Park is, I believe, the first one out of the gate. That's fantastic. Chris, one of the parks on that bond referendum was Wheels Park. And we uh, wanted to kind of just ask the question regarding sort of what's happening in North Winter Park Drive. What are some of the plans there and and, uh, kind of improving that particular section of our community? 
Well, as you well know, I'm a long time ago when they did the realignment of North Winter Park Drive, and then they went through the power line easement up to State Road 434. They did put in plantings and what they call streetscape to make it look better. But as you come down Winter Park Drive, is it carried all the way down? So, you know, we're we're in the process of a study. It goes all the way from Redbug Lake Road all the way up to State Road 434 to look at how we can enhance and beautify that whole corridor, as well as some development, which when you at the little Y in the road, you'll go over to Bell Avenue. There's a couple of projects that have been approved over there that will be developed to the north towards Winter Springs. And then the two parks will be right at that little Y right there. Once those are built, the appearance of that area is going to change quite a lot. And I, th- I think everybody wins when that starts to look better as well. We've had some conversations with um, some churches and some residents to say, not just the city's doing some good things to make this look better. What can we do to help it become better as well? And so we've talked about how we can serve some of the residents up there and things like that as well. And I think that really does build a very exciting future for that part of town as well. I appreciate your leadership and the city's leadership and saying um, there's something we can do here and an opportunity to make people's quality of life better. And we, we want to grab it. Well, thank you all for everything that you do and volunteering with us to help those folks that desperately need that volunteer service to help them maintain their properties. And we really appreciate all that you both do for that. But we're just trying to play catch up to the great things that are happening out of your building, Chris. <laughs> Chris, we are we are out of time, but um, yes, I have loved this conversation. Uh, I am smarter and well educated, more educated because of it. And I feel I know a little bit more that's happening and I'm sure that our listeners will feel the same. However, it's quite likely that our listeners will have some follow-up questions and they'll maybe even be listening now and say, Andy, why didn't you ask that? And uh, my response is, yeah, sorry, I'm not smart enough. But if they do have... Um, um, those questions. How can they contact you? How can they find out more about what's happening in, in your department and throughout the city? Okay. Well, we do have a city website and it's castleberry.org. And once you go out to it, it'll have a listing for departments. So you select on that, it'll have a drop down. And you can select our department, which is community development. And on there is the contact information for us. You can email me. C-B-O-W-L-E-Y at castleberry.org or call us at 407-262-7700 and ask for any one of us and we will be happy to help. That's not your cell phone number, is it, Chris? Uh, it's my wife. <laughs> your yeah. wife's cell phone number. I'll get her, but she'll, she'll get used to it. Yeah. So, friends, if you got a question, call between 1, p- 1 a.m. and 3 a.m. and ask <laughs> for Mrs. Right. Bowley. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Chris, thank you so much for your time today. I know you're a busy man and there's a lot going on. And uh, I know that I, Drew, Robin, and our listeners really appreciate you taking the time. But beyond well, that, we appreciate all you're doing to lead our city forward. Chris Bowley, Community Development Director, thank you so much. Well, that was incredibly insightful, not just this last episode, but part one as well. And as I shared at the end of the interview, I say again, thank you, Chris, for all that you do to develop our community in healthy, wholesome, thorough ways that benefit all of us. As we prepare to conclude this week's pod, episode 67, I'm going to throw it to Drew, who is going to share with us just a little bit of inspiration. Thank you, Andy. This is a quote from President Theodore Teddy Roosevelt, and uh, I think it's very applicable to 
your life, my life, hopefully our listeners' lives as well. President Roosevelt said, keep your eyes on the stars and your feet on the ground. Keep your eyes on the stars and your feet on the ground. I read this quote a couple of times and was thinking from a perspective of leadership, both with my work at the church, my involvement in the community, as well as just even at at home with my family, uh, trying to be goal oriented, trying to look ahead. What are some projections? What are some hopes I have for the future? Think big, look big, look up to the stars. But as you're planning, as you're dreaming, as you're setting goals, also keep your feet on the ground. What are the practical applications of said goals? Are you doing the, the hard work of making connections, of doing the necessary things on the ground, quote unquote, level in order to make those goals a reality? So listener, I encourage you, dream big. Make big goals for yourself. Keep your eyes ahead, looking up at the stars. But all the while, day by day, minute by minute, hour by hour, keep grinding. Keep your feet on the ground. Thank you, President Roosevelt. All right, that's it. All we've got time for on this episode of the What's Up Castleberry podcast. It is produced by our lovely producer, Robin. The new cool voiceovers are given to us and provided for us by Drew Acosta. And thank you, listener, for joining us today. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode. We hope that you'll follow us, like us, subscribe to us, listen to us, share our podcast with your friends. You can find us on all kinds of platforms at What's Up Castleberry and especially whatsupcastleberry.com to listen to all our previous episodes. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great week. And we can't wait to be with you again real soon. 